almost knocked me down, man. The word is excuse me. Ah, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Not only did you knock me down, you stepped on my brand new white Air Jordans that I just bought. And that's all you can say is excuse me. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I fucked you up quick two times. Two times. Who told you to step on my sneakers? Who told you to walk on my side of the block? Who told you to be in my neighborhood? I own this brownstone. Who told you to buy a brownstone on my block in my neighborhood on my side of the street? Yo, what you want to live in a black neighborhood for anyway, man? Motherfuck gentrification. Well. <laughs> They love the way I talk and everything I do and everything I say and They love the way I groove and just the way I move and every single way and They love the way I talk and everything I do and everything I say and They love the way I groove and just the way I move and every single way What up? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm good. I had a, uh, I had a fun weekend. Yeah, it was busy. Mm-hmm. Busy. Um, played a little music this week. I ain't DJed in a minute, so I, I got, I got down. Like riding a bike. It was all right. Like riding a bike. It was all right. So I did that. Uh, got to see some family. Uh, life was good. Yeah. It's your boy uh, Cam. Green Diggy. <laughs> Jay Sweets. And this is Upscale Ignorance. Uh, we welcome y'all for 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 another time. This is like episode 23, 22, something. We up in the 20s. We appreciate y'all for still rocking with us. Uh, as you know, you can find us at Upscale IG uh, on everything and everywhere. Uh, we got some special guests in the building. We have the lovely folks uh, of Africa Town. We have Y King and Treyana, who we are going to talk a lot more about and in depth on what they're doing. Thank y'all for having. Uh, thank y'all for coming out. Well, thank you for having us. Appreciate you, right to the fullest. Opportunity <laughs> to you know come on and speak to the people. It's so important that we have these uh, platforms, you know, to communicate, especially as a community spread apart so much. Um, this is like creating a new sense of community, you mm-hmm. know, and leveraging the technology. So shout out to you, Cam, and you know what I'm saying, the whole team, Upscale Ignorance, you know, giving us another platform. Yeah, appreciate it. Have appreciate fun with it. it, but still be on point and, you know what I mean, get the information that we need to get. That's, that's, that's it. Definitely, that's definitely. Because right. there's, there's some things happening and uh, there's some people that need to know, that's for sure. Uh, we're just going to touch on a couple headlines before we get into it. Uh, first off, there's an ugly sweater party. Hey. <laughs> December 22nd at the Royal Esquire Club, which I'm going to quickly touch on. It's presented by Urbell Entertainment, the lovely folks at Urbell, uh, especially Marlon Turner. What up? I'm really digging what the Royal Esquire is doing right now mm-hmm. um, and all the remodeling and the, and the younger brothers that uh, are definitely grabbing the torch, leaning in, in and, yeah. and doing their... I, I learned some things about the Royal Esquire recently and the fact that it is a a owned space, you know what I mean? And not, you know, us just promoting with an owner of some club or whatever. And a lot more events I'm seeing are coming down there. And um, I remember the big Wakanda weekend, and that was pretty dope. I've been seeing a lot more stuff recently. Uh, so please... Please, please, not just this event, but any event you see coming out the Royal Esquire, at least give it a double take. And the food's bomb. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah, it is good. Yes. I heard that. I don't drink either, but I heard that they're not stingy. Oh, no, no, they ain't stingy. Okay, sometimes I think they forget to put 
Some juice in there. You're supposed to get some. It's crayon too. Vodka crayon. I ordered a vodka crayon. I understand that. I gotta go peep it. I gotta go peep it. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna be there on the 22nd. I'm gonna be there. You gonna be there? I'm gonna be on the decks. Uh, we gonna see. Green on that grown up life right now. Every text with him is 50 50. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. So just a quick couple tidbits. Uh huh. Uh, the Suns owner, the owner of the Phoenix Suns, apparently mad, might just not be mad, but trying to get money from the city. But apparently he was mad, threatened to move the team to Vegas or Seattle if no stadium deal is reached. How'd that make you feel? I ain't paid no attention. The same thing Sacramento did. We're, we're the city that everybody uses as an example and a threat. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's yeah. what we get. You know what I'm I saying? wish they would just keep our name out there. Right. <laughs> what it really is. I feel you, man. Uh, but dang, I'm going to be happy if we get I'll some, take any basketball yeah. at the Korea. Yeah. The NAACP, disappointed in recent revelations about Facebook assisting. Let me slow this down. Disappointed in recent revelations about Facebook assisting in a partisan manner to somewhat elect the Cheeto. That wasn't a quote. To somewhat elect him has returned a recent monetary donation and is calling on supporters to log out of Facebook and Instagram on December 18th to show their displeasure. I don't know nothing about it. So, I like the fact that they tried to stand up and be like, y'all, you know, you do things for diversity or whatever it is. We appreciate your donation, but nah, fuck that. <laughs> Take that back. Uh, there was some recent stuff that came out that showed that they were, they weren't, you know, objective when it came to my man being, or anybody else's man, not my man, uh, being elected. And so they're just asking people to take a stance and voice their disapproval by not logging in. So hmm. it's something. Uh, I look sure forward to seeing what it happens. But I, that was a. I wonder if, yeah, I wonder I if it's moving. Right. <laughs> I got it in my email, so we'll, we'll see. But uh, another interesting story I thought the movie, The Green Book, which is coming soon with Mahershala. I love Mahershala. Um, the family of Donald Shirley, who is the person he's portraying in the movie, they came out and said this movie was described from the viewpoint of the other side, and it kind of just got taken away and ran with this whole Hollywood good-feeling story and kind of discredits the name and the work and the genius of Donald Shirley. I haven't heard nothing from Mahershala yet, but I am looking forward to see if there's a response. Uh, you know I'm a nerd. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse just came out. Family film. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? I haven't. I'm looking forward. I'm taking P tomorrow. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I am excited because it is the first time Miles Morales is in a film. If you don't know who Miles Morales is, he is a black Spider-Man. So, and he wears Jordans. Jordan 1s. He even picked a good model. So... <laughs> Uh, I'm interested just to see. I don't know nothing about it other than Miles Morales is a black kid who's Spider-Man. And so I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what the hell they're talking about because I'm a nerd. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> really... <laughs> That's a good reason. That's a good reason. I'm struggling even getting this one out. But let's just be really quick and say Offset jumped on stage and apologized to Cardi angry. and it was really... It was whatever. If you saw the look on her face, she it was didn't, pissed It didn't off, seem so. to go very well. Also, was it upscale ignorant? It, it, it was. It was the it, that's the ignorant side. Well, 
fully on that side, but if not to be outdone, our our man, the king of R&B, <laughs> bumped into Key Sweat and proclaimed him, just unannounced, unasked for, whatever, and said, oh, no, it's okay, man. You was the old king of R&B. I'm the new king of R&B. Oh. But worse than that, worse than that, yeah, just so we're clear, for the 16 to 25-year-olds, I'm the king of R&B. And that was just like, 16? Ain't, ain't that? No. You ain't supposed to be singing to no 16-year-olds. Somebody should have. Somebody should tell him his demographic, if nothing else. <laughs> let alone that there's a few people who might be better at R&B than him. But other than that, uh, 16, I was like, come on, bro. Anyways, that was a oh, terrible se- that's a terrible segue to our guest, ain't it? <laughs> Just a terrible, terrible segue. Uh, as mentioned before, we have Trey and Y King of Africa Town. Thank you for coming to chill with us. Um, many of us know or have seen or have felt or know at least someone who was affected by the the great changes that happened in the central district. Before we dive in to what you guys are doing, me and maybe some others don't exactly know what happened. What tactics were used and why the hell does the area look the way it does now versus the way it did 15, 20 years ago? Man, that's a heavy question. (laughs) (laughs) Because what you're speaking about, you know, been has been in motion, you know, there's a thing called urban planning, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is planning city, city planning. Um, and so they've been planning, you know, to move black people out of the urban cores nationwide since they left the urban core, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so basically you had the um, white flight and uh, divestment, meaning taking money out, you know, not investing in the infrastructure, education, you know, all of these things in the community. You had redlining, which kept capital from coming into the community so people could start businesses, improve their homes, even buy homes, um, and then devaluing. They just had a, a study come out from the Brookings Institute that talks about how black properties, homeowners are, um, the property is devalued just on the strength of being black by like $58 billion a year is lost just on the strength of that. So you got the same house, you know, and if it's a so-called black neighborhood, the property value is going to be depressed. You yeah. know? And that's what we saw in the CD, right? You yeah. Know that is, other people um, want that community back. They've driven the prices up so high that, you know, if you're not working in tech or whatever, you can't even afford to live there. But yeah, that that's, that's, that's you know, sort of what happened. I mean, you had... Uh, a lot of public and private, you know, policies and practices that, that disenfranchised or limited the economic growth and development and mobility of black people in this country. And it's been like that from day one, and it always just has a new face on it, you know. At first it was just straight up slavery, like you don't get paid for your labor. Yeah. We get all the money, you do all the work, right? So, of course, at the end of that process, we're landless. We couldn't own property couldn't have our intellectual property, right? So all of that wealth went to someone else. And, it, and the, the whole key with capitalism is the fact that, you know, they want to be able to pass that wealth on to each generation, right? Um, and so when you're denied that opportunity, then each generation is going to start at a, at a disadvantage, mm-hmm. right? And then you add on top of that, 
you know, again, laws like, you know, uh, even when out of coming out of slavery, Reconstruction, black people were building their own cities and, and jurisdictions and municipalities, self-sufficient, you know, um, buying land without even having money, but figuring out, making a way out of nowhere. And then we got places like Black Wall Street that many people know about, and, and it was bombed, you know, and there was Rosewood and Durham. There were many Black Wall Streets, not just Tulsa. And then, you know, uh, folks left the South, you know, um, trying to leave that KKK, you know, hostile, you know, post-slavery um, society thinking of, you know, looking for better opportunities in the North, right? And that's how, you know, my grandparents came to, to the CD. Um, Boeing had a lot of jobs, World War II era, you yeah. know, and then housing companies didn't let black people really live in other places, buy or, or, or rent. And then you had redlining, which, you know, again, but despite all of that, a rich black community grew, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, then, you know, the, the property became um, desirable again. And you had the drugs come in, put in, you know. We don't use the most drugs in America, but no. we go to jail the most for it and <laughs> yeah. you know, all of that. So there's some imbalance, clear imbalances there. The math, it don't add up. And then, uh, and then we didn't see you know, ironically was implemented in Seattle before anywhere else. It was tested here by a black mayor, you know? And if you look at weed and seed, just the idea, and now you look 30 years later, who are the weeds and who are the seeds? That's that's clear. You ask, how did this happen, right? Well, it was it was engineered. It, I mean, it took planning, you know, so um, land use codes, you know, all, a lot of different things, eminent domain, like when they took mm -hmm. over, um, you know, properties to build you know freeways or i-90 yeah then you don't get that property back and you know destabilizing and in, in black institutions it's just like a, a compounding effect of many going. different things but a lot of stuff. yeah a lot of things happen but oh, overall it was planned and executed right yeah you know right. and it's yeah. just saying that if you don't where there's no vision that people perish and i don't know that you know as a community those that came before us really had a clear vision and plan and so the people that did have a clear vision and plan was was more successful well i think you also hit the nail on the head too if you're talking about you know effects of uh you know crack era all of the things that were brought in to bring us down when you think about the effects of it on a generational level what you end up having is you know you have grandmama who owned the house and then her kids, you know, are affected by the crack era. She's raising her grandbabies. Once the, you know, the grandbabies are grown up, they're not really sure of what to do. Grandmama is gone. Now the house has got these back taxes. You know, you got somebody coming up to your door, knocking on your door, talking about, I got 300000 for your property to get you out of this, you know, financial situation. Yeah. So there's a whole, I think, a whole nother domino effect that was happening too with with the effects of what he was des describing. Um, and then there were people, investors, who realized a lot of that and were literally knocking on doors with blank checks. And so that's a part of it, too, that was uh, that, that doesn't always get talked about, but it was definitely happening. And there's a lot of layers, too, but just, just the fact of going through this. I'm seeing this book that's sitting right here. It's called Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome, you, you know, so uh, <laughs> shout out to whoever's, you know, pillin' them pages. Producer Patrice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... Even the, the the psychological, you know, damages from our experience that prevent us from working together, you know, within our own families, mm -hmm. right? So then we're not able to really cooperatively take 
what was done by the grandparents and, and take it forward. Like let's say Nordstrom's, like started as a shoe shine store, but each generation worked together, added on, and, and look at it now. It. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We, you know, so that's a part of it as well. Um, Redline is is still in effect, right? We do have black people that own these properties that's now valued at a million dollars, but they can't get the access to the capital to develop it the way the other developers are because yeah. you still got to have that relationship with the bank you may have had this issue or that issue at this time and so the game is still yeah you know what i mean set where we can't only option that's really been given is sell that's the only way you can yeah. really benefit from the property where others they buy it and then they increase the value by putting four units on yeah. One, a lot. One land, I'm yeah. sure some of our people want to do that too. Right. Yeah. So why are they not the ones doing it? Understood. Understood. Let me let me ask a quick question about the current folks because you mentioned that people still live there. People still own homes. Absolutely. Uh, my mom's still there actually. What are the current efforts? You know, being done to either help the people that are there sustain what they have, or or be able to not necessarily just be gentrified like many others or, or moved out to Kent, Tacoma, everywhere else that we're getting. Are there programs in place that we don't know about or, you know, references that we can share with these people that, you know, may not be widely known about? Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> there are. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, yes, in terms of, like, there's some things that people don't know about just, like, for, like, our elders, our seniors, our grandparents that are on fixed income, you know, they do have like uh, tax uh, deferral, you know, ways that, you know, they could, because the property taxes, even if you, it's like a new mortgage, right? Mm -hmm. If your property tax, your property value is going Shoot up, yeah. that doesn't mean your income's going up if you're retired or something like that. Yeah. But your property taxes is going up with every one of these levies, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so there are some programs with the county to address that. But overall, what you know, we we formed Africatown Community Land Trust because the Community Land Trust is a uh, vehicle or a tool that was actually created in the South to help Black farmers get land. And this was in the '60s, around you know Dr. King. And again, we were coming out of sharecropping, don't own the land, still at a disadvantage. And so it's a tool that allows for um, collect community ownership of the land that can help create permanent affordability. Meaning someone would be able to buy at a price that's unheard of, like 250k yeah, in the CD. Especially right now, you know, it's limited. But then when it's resold, it's like it's 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 a little bit technical. Meaning shared equity, you don't get all of the appreciation value, share but it's better than rent benefit to yeah. the next person. to the next exactly. person, right? Yeah. So when they come in, when it sells, you can't just flip it like, oh, I'm getting it on the loan. And I'm a, you know, that defeats the purpose. Right. So that's one one thing with the community land trust is a tool that we're working on. Um, affordable rental. I mean, not everybody's at, you know, there's different stages of life. Yeah. When you first move out, your mom is your parents' house. Yeah. What's that first apartment like? Everyone got to go south right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you're yeah. going here, you know, but if you're trying to go to school at Seattle Kent, Central or whatever. something, or yeah. Seattle U, and you're coming from Kent, you got to take four buses, you know, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a lot. So we got some affordable uh, apartments. The Liberty Bank Building Project is one, um, and some others in motion, but we can get to that later. Yeah. Uh, so one thing that I wanted to touch on was something that you said um, as far as, you know, the grandmother got the house you know what i'm saying and then you know her kids 
you know, went through the struggle and then she raising the grandkids and then, you know, grandma passes away and then boom, bow, ping, right? Right. Literally happened to my family, wow. right? Literally the exact same thing happened to my family in the central district, right? And I don't even drive over there, that area anymore because it's too tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. crazy because for a lot of our families, that community grandma's house is usually the hub mm-hmm. where we all right. get together, where we, right. where she keeps everybody together. Yes. And it's, it's sad because it's almost like we're so stuck in the syndrome that we can't function without grandma. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And when grandma leaves us, you know what I'm saying? Then we grow further apart. You know what I'm saying? Which makes it tougher. Mm-hmm. And so when you touched on that, it really hit home because there's Sadly, there's uncles and cousins I haven't seen since my grandmother passed mm. in 2012. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And like, there's parts of like you. We talk about the CD. There's parts of the CD I don't even go to anymore because I don't know how I'm gonna react. I don't go to Miller or yeah. me over there no more. You know what I'm saying? Places that I have so much history because everything's different. The the man owns my my grand my family's home, yeah. right? And yeah. it wasn't $300,000 that they wrote out, mm. right? Yeah. Because there's all these bills that come up. The family can't agree on a way to divide up the money. Yep. They're not talking. It's just, it's a mm. bad situation. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's and it's just because the generations of us not knowing how, not knowing what to do, not trusting each other, our own siblings. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so... Um, that goes right to what he was saying about just the... The perpetual beat down of this method, then that method, and this method, and that method, and then you have to what that does psychologically to us. You know the same. Yeah. In your family or many families, so instances many families. or whatnot, yeah. I've we've definitely my family's definitely been affected by not necessarily the loss of grandma, but mm-hmm. the um, ours was a, a health issue. Yeah. Um, and the siblings just didn't hold it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what you guys are both really speaking on are, are things that we don't always address, which are some of the emotional effects mm-hmm. of gentrification, urban planning, mm-hmm. displacement, mm-hmm. whatever they want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of emotional yeah. you know, traumas that mm-hmm. we're all experiencing. I, literally, when you said it's hard for you to drive there, I was telling my king before mm-hmm. I started working with Africa Town how hard it was for me yeah. to do mm-hmm. the very same thing, bro. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I get tears. Me and my mom, up, right? you know, where I'm like, I 23rd doesn't look like 23rd no more. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm trying to take my kids through some of the back ways I used to drive yeah. or back alleys I used to walk through, I'm yeah. like, man, we used to go, and then I'm like, oh, actually, nope, can't even take you that way because yeah. they done blocked it off. So yeah. I have those emotional effects, and we're not the only ones. I mean, yeah. just think about this as being a plague almost it affects so many of us differently Mm -hmm. but this emotional side Mm -hmm. is something that is being worked on in several different ways we have some healing circles that are done that are ran i think twice a month so you guys can check those out you can look up healing circles and reach out to africatownseattle.com for more info and then there's also a campaign that has come out of africatown it's our aha campaign Uh and aha stands for you know the acronym Africatown Housing Action Alerts. Yes. Africatown Housing Action Alerts. Say it one more time. Africatown Housing Action Alerts. And if you text the word HOME, H-O-M-E, to the line 206-309-6324, 
That's 206-309-6324. You can be connected to some um, up-to-date current resources that Africatown is working to compile together. There are several different options. If you're a veteran, if you're looking for internet you know, solutions, if you're looking for housing solutions, if you just want to get involved, yeah. there are several different ways that we're trying to reach out to the community and pull us back together. Yeah. Because yeah. what we're all talking about is how we're everywhere. We're spread yeah. out. Let so me ask here, over there. So let me Let's bring it together. Let me ask you about that because that was one of the things I was thinking. Just with us being so spread apart, with technology being the way it is, with social media the way it is and whatnot. And some of the things that you mentioned, which obviously I didn't know about, is is part of the answer to this question. What's being done to still hold together this sense of community that was so strong, um, but we're we've removed the ability to hold it together by location and boundary. What's the what's the new what's the new boundary? What's the new connection? Yeah. Uh, what's out there for us that's, to be that's, that's to maintain connected? I think, I think this right here is part of that. Like this is I big. said before, this your platform. World's greatest you know, podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yes, it is. You know, yeah. um, and the other, you know, the other other one that's starting to reconnect. It's like we're like, uh, you know, the African tradition, the phoenix. You know, rising from the ashes, and mm-hmm. then we have to like find right. ourselves and put ourselves back together, you know, and understand really what works for us. You know, I think many of our grandparents, you know, coming from the South, they, they did believe that if they just put their children in school and they sat next to this person, then they was going to have the same outcome. But it's not because that's not how the system is set up. Right. It's set up for some to win and some to lose. Now, we have work. to design the systems that work for us. That's you know, right. we haven't been in urban planning. I mean, we have like back when we was designing the first civilizations and all of that. But right, right. again, we was disconnected from that level of um, uh, uh, agency or yeah. power, should we say, self-determination to create. We had to get in where we fit in. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. think about places like a lot of the communities we came into um, were Jewish communities, right? So they were designed for them. Like we got cultural centers and, and black churches. They're in old synagogues. synagogues. Now we making it work, mm-hmm. but it was designed to affirm somebody else's culture initially. So what does it look like to design for black wellness? That's where Africatown is at right now. It's like yeah. putting us at the center. Who are we uniquely? You know, how do we live? How do we connect? We're, we have our own unique culture and ways of, of existing and, 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 dealing, and, and connecting with each other. So how do we actually design buildings, communities that are based on that? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It, it's crazy. I think that's so amazing because I think our biggest impediment is that we're, we're so, we need everything instantly, yeah. our community, right? We want everything right now. We need instant gratification. We need to see results fast. Mm-hmm. So just speaking on my family, um, a lot of the issues came because a lot of them was like, yo, well, I want to get something out of this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, imagine if you were trying to build a home, right? And it, it, if you, once you built this home, you made it. You 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 know you set yourself up for generations to come. Mm-hmm. And you're building this home, building this home, and a storm comes and it just destroys the all the entire home. You know what I'm saying? And then at that point, it's like, damn, I gotta start all the way over. 
You know what I'm saying? Because we've had the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the, now we're here and we still haven't figured out how to put our children's children in a better place. And so a lot of us is like, well, fuck it. I just want to rock for my life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody did shit for me. You know what I'm saying? Which isn't true. At we, all. You know what I'm saying? But that's how it looks because we weren't give, we weren't given the game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We see the Jews. We see the Asians. We see all these people with a leg up. And our community is like, well, fuck. You know what I'm saying? I need to hustle because I need to rock right now. Knowing that's only going to last me 10 years and I'm going to be booked. I'm not going to know my child. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so we got to get the mentality of we just got to start from the ground up to rebuild this house to put our family, I mean, our, our children's children in a better place. And I think that's what our community struggles with right now. Yes. I think, I think you're, you're, what you're describing is literally the work of what Africa Town is, is really primed and poised to do. Right. I one mean, our, that's uh, really what it's about. One of our main in initiatives right now is called rebuilding, replanting roots, rebuilding community. Yeah. So it's like, you know, fortifying, and it's a group of partners, fortifying like the work in the central district because all the asian community doesn't live in chinatown international right. district right. or little saigon right. yeah. but that's still their like cultural economic hub right mm -hmm. so we should not give up to see i mean it's a lot of legacy a lot of journey a lot of blood sweat tears in that so yeah. we should never it should never be as if we weren't there um but i do want to say that everything you're speaking to is about values yes what's valuable Yes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Is my relationship valuable or is this object valuable? Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Absolutely. And we know the objects can't love us. Mm -hmm. The objects is not really going to, you never can get enough. You got these J's, oh, the new ones came out. Oh, you got the new ones, but well, the old ones just came back out again. So right. now you got to get the old ones. Oh, you got the 20... 19. I'm guilty. It's, it's the 20, <laughs> 2021. You know, I'm you guilty. Yeah. You can never feel the void. Right? Yeah, yeah, never you know right. As long as you're you chasing know, as well. And, and, and it's like they say, you know, sometimes, you know, if you got it all and you're by yourself, I yeah. mean, do you really have it all? You ain't so, got I just want to say a couple things um, just in line with some of the combo. First of all, another thing that I think that hinders us is just something that Green touched on is just the ability to be able to drive there. Mm -hmm. yes. It doesn't feel good. At all. Mm -hmm. it oh. You're looked at like you don't belong. And so there. I wanted to. <laughs> oh, that's it, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's like I was I used to be past so my grandmother's. Well, now condos love, are in place where her dogs. house was, and it's yeah. just I got more love yeah. for dogs. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Oh, yeah. And bikes got their own lanes to walk, and this is you know. It's, no, you it's, know, but what's really crazy mm. is that in places where black people used to live. Mm -hmm. People put signs in there and say "Black Lives Matter." That's right. Black Lives Matter. It's crazy. All black lives. It's crazy. Another level with. So one of the one of the things, a couple things, I want to commend you guys for just being able to stand there. That's a. It sounds easy. I, it, no, I hear that it, a lot. That's the real. It's painful. It's like really trouble. Kidding me? Because I will walk up the street. Never felt safer. You know, walk by Brian Manor, walk up to Garfield. Walk, you can walk anywhere in the city and it's nothing. You know what I mean? And I don't even want to, I don't even want to drive through there mm -hmm. right now. And so I will. There are other people who probably aren't at won't, but that is, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a real feeling. That's a real feeling. And so one of the things I wanted to talk about was just how it looks. And I think that you guys have done some things. Uh, to make strides there as well. One, 
Just seeing the red, black, and green crosswalks was now. dope. Yeah, Couldn't believe that. Yeah, they got those in Harlem. Yeah, right. <laughs> they gave me so much. But they got them on Cap Hill now. And everybody's Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, and all we all crosswalks matter. It's hella frustrating. Oh. But <laughs> it was dope. But even even bigger than that, I saw an event that you guys did. I wasn't there, but it was where you guys painted right at 23rd and Union. Uh, it was paint. It was designed by us. It was painted by us. It was a community effort. Um, and I drove to 23rd Union. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's a, that's, 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 I don't know. It's, I have to get over that. And I'm not the only one. I have to get over the fact we were talking about Home of Good Barbecue going away. I grew up on Yesler. That was the last thing I had. Even the corner store. Even when it was Ben Hur, it was like, Okay, but y'all cool with us because y'all, you know what I mean. But yeah, they didn't have them bomb burgers that they like used to have. Sam's but yes. Yeah. Sam's Quickie, yeah, for sure. Sam's Quickie. Y'all don't well, remember when they had Nations for like that long yeah. and they had yeah. burger? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Sam's Quickie for sure. And so that was Home of Good Barbecue was my last staple. So now I drive up yesterday. There's nothing. It's even Langston. But it's used. coming back. So I, I need to get. You, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And so let me ask you about 23rd Union specifically. We put the kids uh, especially businesses, but talk to me about what you guys are doing at 23rd and Union specifically. So after you put the, 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 after the red, black, and green crosswalks were put down by community members, we said, well, we got, we can't just have crosswalks. We got to have buildings mm-hmm. to have our people here. We don't want to be like a museum, you know? And, uh, yeah. so the mural project you talking about was a big art project, uh, community art project. We put Imagine Africa Town on the wall, like major, um, and then put the Kente cloth on the ground. Yeah. A lot of people don't know the Kente cloth represents royalty. And a lot of our people came from West Africa and it's from, from West Africa, Ghana. And uh, so we just want to, you know, let, let's get that king and queen relationship to yeah. ourselves back, you know. But what it was really about was just saying, we've been here, we're here. And we're gonna be here in the future, so that block is gonna be redeveloped. So we we spoke a little bit about the Liberty Bank building. Yeah, that's the first building. It's on Twenty Fourth and Union, where Liberty Bank, which was the second black bank west of the Mississippi, the first and only black bank in the uh, Pacific Northwest, um, that was right there on that corner. So the new building is honoring the purpose of the bank, which was to give access to economic, you know, uh, mobility to our community. You know that 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 capital access to it so the building is there it's 115 units affordable housing opened up the lines for lease up november 1st mm-hmm. thousands of calls came in to shut the lines down you know yeah. so where a lot of people that, can't drive over there but thousands of people want to live back so that that was a good sign because like you said a lot of people are like oh, i don't want nothing to do but we, we know that our community wants to be there. Black businesses is going there. Mm-hmm. Earl's is going to go over there because the side that he's on, like I said, is going to be redeveloped. Um, Christy Brown and Damon yeah. Bomar, that, that, that brown, brown girl, girl cooks. cooks. Yep. going to do a restaurant inspired by Miss Helen's and Thompson's point of view. Come Ooh. on. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So we just talked about that earlier. Grand opening hosted <laughs> by Upscale yeah. Ignorance. Okay. Featuring and, and plates for Upscale Ignorance. There you go. So, That's what's up. You know, so, and then just even down the street, three black businesses recently opened in a new development. You know, the Postman, uh, Devon Pickett and his wife, Kiana, uh, the exclusive boutique, which is, uh, I know, uh, uh, 
the SBK and the, the the Central District yeah, line of clothing SBK, that's been yeah. out. Um, and then there's a cheese store, you know. Uh, that's linked to the CD. <laughs> but it's black on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, hey, here's something. Like, oh, look, he rapping he's right rapping. Yeah, all yeah, the time. I see you all the time. So, um, yeah, so that's that, you know. So, um, uh, and I want to just say a little bit, you know, about the artwork. Let me just say a little bit about the art that's going to be exposed on these buildings. First of all, I don't know if any of you guys have already seen, you know, Liberty Bank building, but just beautiful. It just is so representing us. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I know that there was talks about how do we even make the buildings more Afrocentric, right? Because yeah, we're like, look, that square rectangular thing goes out. Yeah, because what, what, how do we design? How does it speak to our culture? And you know, a brick, you know, rectangular building doesn't necessarily speak to us, but the artwork will. And so that's also another little tidbit there that it's a node to our culture, and it's a node that you know, Africa Town as as the partner coming in to really say, hey, we need to represent things that are gonna have our cultural heritage actually prominent on these buildings you know you have to work hard with these partners to understand that that this place is special and that you can't just come in and develop it without our consent without our say we have to be a part of this so i think i really commend africa town and and i love being a part of that process mm -hmm. and being on the team that was like look we're fighting hard to, you know keep us alive in these developments Put because some it's respect important speaking to the partners they have taken a lot of partners because you know, we got to put ourselves back together again. We don't have those institutions like, right. you know, that are developing. Mm -hmm. So now Africatown Community Land Trust is a developer, but working with like the Black Community Impact Alliance and Bird Bar Place, which used to be camp and um, um, on affordable housing, Capitol Hill Housing was a, a organization that's been doing a lot of those. So um, we had to... Uh, basically get our weight up you know and that's what we're doing building the capacity to have our own organization to do these things for our community i did want to shout out for yesler that uh uh yeah yesler um, was tough too brian manor is going to be redeveloped with the same values and principles that africa town has been put been oh put perfect See, I'm I'm i thought you was going to say it was going to be I, redeveloped the way yesler was like liberty bank you know putting ourselves in the design uh, making sure black contractors are building it, black workers are working, black businesses are going in there, and black people are able to, to live there. So that's that's a lot of units. It's that's big. Like 250 units going that's in. Big. So it's it's going to be more than was even there before. So I know there's probably a lot of manor folk, uh, manor kids, manor babies that don't know that. Yeah, that um, and that's, that's a big deal. Sure that's a big involved. deal. So speaking of which, what let's give people tools, resources, and whatnot that can help like you know let's i'll start with folks who have homes who are trying to stab off the people that are knocking at the door where 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 would you send them well they could reach out to africatown community land trust one of the things we're striving to do is bring together resources so that people have options if they want to redevelop we can talk about how we can help them assist them partner with them in developing their property you know um and they want to stay uh, if people get to the level where they, they have to sell, you know, talk to us and maybe we can get you your price and still we're going to redevelop it in a way that allows our community 
to continue, Today. right? And yeah. so that's a that's a win win, right? So those are yeah. those are those are two things. And then if it's just general resources, one of the things we're striving to do in twenty nineteen is is build a, a a fund to maybe help some of our our, our, our seniors, yeah. um, you know, make improvements to their mm-hmm. property. You know, sometimes again, retired, you know, can't put the roof on or fix this or even something as simple as landscaping might be a challenge. So yeah. we want to really start checking on our village you know um we've been real hands down with these projects because you know being a new newer organization we had to you know again get our weight up learn build a team you know we're starting to really bring some of our brilliance to bear working you know for us because we we're doing this for a lot of other people right yeah we've been working in government working in corporations you know running these campaigns and all that so now we just gotta bring it back to our to ourselves let me ask uh, for my lovely lady, Jay Sweets, who's a phenomenal yes, entrepreneur yes. and business owner. What about small businesses? I know you guys are doing some things there. Just yeah, let me talk a little bit about Black Dot. Um, there are several entities under the Africatown umbrella, which we didn't really go into too much. But um, just to give you guys a quick breakdown, we have uh, Africatown Community Land Trust, which he just was describing. They are the the entity responsible for acquiring and developing the land. Um, and then we have Africatown Preservation and Development Association, and they are responsible once ACLT acquires the land, then the APDA, they help to develop it. And then we also have uh, Africatown Center for Education and Innovation, which is, uh, we have to have an educational arm uh, if we're talking about how do we rebuild, we have to think about our youth and how we change the scope of education for them. And then just to answer your question, we have Black Dot uh, Underground, which is an amazing, more more than a co-working space, but it is a space for you know entrepreneurs to come, get resources, learn, collaborate, work together. They have an amazing series called Mastermind Mondays where they bring together you know entrepreneurs and small business people, even if you have a hobby that you're like, I need to monetize this hobby. I know how to do, you know, I need how to do the freak your Jordans out real well and make them look brand new, right? Mm-hmm. My cousin does that. Shout out to you. Uh, I was about to fresh. say, yeah, holler at me, holler at me. But so, so if you have a great idea, Black Dot is a great place for, you know, entrepreneurs and we're, and we're trying to build the membership up. 2019, again, like he said, I know Black Dot and their team, because it's all, we're all several teams. It's, we don't represent all of them, <laughs> but uh, I know that they have some amazing things they're working on for 2019 too to build more resources for um small businesses and entrepreneurs finding grants and loans helping to build capital i mean so we're, we're trying we're trying page, to really pre- instagram page yeah you know media. yeah find them on facebook yeah yeah <laughs> they hold workshops too so uh you know holla at us we'll make sure you get those black.seattle.com okay or black dot on uh facebook black dot union on uh Instagram, Twitter. Cam came through, you know what I'm saying? I was doing an accelerator, man. I think they had me. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. Just to start up over there, you know? Yeah, man. I'm trying to. Uh, Just to add on to that, though, um, for entrepreneurs that's like retailers that have products to sell, or even if you're, you know, maybe getting your weight up and you have a service and need a location, we have a lot of commercial space coming online in the next three years. So to really make that destination, that hub, Mm-hmm. 
we need our businesses to be ready, yeah. you know, when this space comes available. So, again, through Black Dot, we can, you got two years to, like, get it together, get your business plan, marketing, test your stuff, you know, get your financing together um, to be ready. Because once we have our businesses, I mean, that's one of the things they say, you know, you got to start with a business. If there's no commerce, you can't have a community. You know what I mean? Right. So you know we got to get that, and and then you have that place when people come from out of town. We're, right now, it's kind of hard. It's like when we used to. Be, you yeah. know what I'm saying? All I see is you know dogs. You like yeah, but uh, if I only had a time machine, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And came back to 2030 Union or Cherry or you see a different picture, but we striving to project that into the future, you know, saying Kofa means look back to go forward, right? And so we can't, you know, they say a person who lives in the past is homeless. We got to build Ooh. our own, yeah. you know, <laughs> civilization. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> so um, a lot of our listeners are probably going to want to know now, like, how can people get involved? Yeah. Like, what are you guys looking for exactly? What can people do? How can they, you know, be a part of this great movement? That's a great question, and there's so many ways. That's the that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, mm -hmm. whatever your interest and your passion is, we want to align that. There's some place for that to help build our community. Yeah. You know, so if your thing is education or youth, once you get involved with Africatown Center for Education and Innovation, looking for tutors, people in the STEM, like anything, we got the Africatown Community developing over there because we all have something to teach, right? Yeah. To yeah. share. If you've been living and you know doing something with yourself. Um, you can pass that on to the young people and we can train you on even how to create a class, which you might then go go about monetizing, right? Yeah. In terms of starting a business, the first thing you could do is become a consultant. It's something that you know well. You've been working for somebody else, you know that system inside and out, consultant. Cut get your business card, get your website, set up a Facebook profile, and get a rate sheet. And yeah. you know, slowly but surely, if you make another $5,000, you know, in, your, in the year, it's a start, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. something you can actually pass down, which you can't pass down the job. Um, advocacy, obviously, it takes advocacy, you know, to make things happen. A lot of the, uh, the housing crisis, has, it needs more resources. It's just not enough. So if we could do these little things, you know, with those that have been involved and you haven't been involved, imagine what we could do with all those people getting involved. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean like your life has to be dedicated. It means, it might mean showing up to a meeting. It might be reposting. It might be sending a text. It might be sending an email to say, we need this to happen. Yeah. You're voting, you know, things of that nature. So we just have to get, get organized. Get involved with an organization and then make sure that organization is involved in building our community. I, I would say one big thing would be the sharing of information that would benefit our community. Absolutely. Because I would say 80% of what resources, even that were mentioned on this episode, are not known by a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Share the information. Do right. not sit on it and not pass it to somebody who it might actually benefit just because it don't benefit you. That's right. Uh, not just share this podcast, share this podcast, <laughs> but share <laughs> the share information. The uh, however, you know, carrier pigeon, you know, I always say it, smoke yeah. signal, it don't matter. Share these resources, share this information. Uh, give me the, the website. Uh, I know you mentioned Black Dot. Give me the Africa Town information. Double it up yes, so we can make yes. sure they have it. We're gonna post it in our uh, our caption or app. Is that right? That's that's the 
appropriate time. Are you looking at me? Because you'd be on it, man. You're so on it. We're going to have it in our caption. We're going to make sure the information is readily available. Uh, go ahead and give it to us yeah, so that people so, can get in contact. So we have so many different ways, as uh, Joaquin was saying. I'll name a few. Uh, you can definitely go to africatownseattle.com. I do believe that is a, a great hub for a lot of the other entities we were talking about. So you can start there. There's a lot of information there. And then also that text campaign. Um, if you're really wanting to get involved, text the word HOME, H-O-M-E, to 206-309-6324. Uh, you'll be prompted with what is it you want to do and from there uh, you'll be kind of going through a series of prompts that will allow you to get the resources and get the information so it's broken down really well um, and I do love it as a source I think we're, we're really building these sources for the community so that they can have a hub where do they go when they're trying to figure out and and furthermore we want to create a directory right so that people can know about you guys too right yeah. what podcast do we have in our community who's talking about what and we want to yeah, yeah we put up hey, a post that lists all the podcasts yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're working in 2019 to really create a centralized hub of our culture, our community for the Pacific Northwest, Seattle specifically. But how do we commune together? CD so, specifically. Yeah. 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 CD or CD. CD. <laughs> you know what I mean? This year, I see some tight faces over It's all good. We see the family started in the CD right now. Right. He's, uh, that's, that's Javon's cousin. Spoon? Green. Yeah, I grew up with Spoon. Mm -hmm. LG. Yeah, mm -hmm. LG, yeah, right there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And he's buckets too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey. I remember I ran a beast though. He don't remember. He was in my men's group. Oh, word? <laughs> <laughs> it worked out all right though. It must have. See? See? It worked out my he's man. Like, he's that. a good man. Yeah. Look at that. See? Work in the community. This is the, the, the reflection of that. Yeah, full circle. That's what's up. Yeah. I hope he was on time. I doubt I was back then. <laughs> Give me the website one more time. So check us out, africatownseattle.com. That is the best place, you know, and we also have many other resources. But check us out, africatownseattle.com. Instagram, Africatown S-E-A, you know what I mean? Africatown S-E-A. Yeah, Instagram yeah. is the new NBC, so. <laughs> Can I get a last word? Yes, please. This ain't even the last word. Go All for right, it. But I just want to say, you know, we had this campaign, Imagine Africatown. You know, a lot of people are programmed to have a negative reaction when they hear Africa, you know what I'm saying? And black places and spaces is always has a negative narrative. Like our, anywhere outside of China where you got a community of Chinese people, what's it called? Chinatown. Yeah. When you got a community of black people, what's it called? The ghetto. Doom 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 doom. Right? I'm mad that you made me I'm mad you made me say it. Whatever place to get away from. I feel so bad. I feel dirty. To escape from, you know, and so but really and even Africa, oh it's famine, it's civil war, it's you know, corruption, you know, it's 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 needy, it's you know, but this is the richest place continent on earth, right? This is the birthplace of humanity, civilization, science, math, all of this. So then our experience is so diverse. Like we got black people in Caribbean. The largest amount of black people outside of Africa is Brazil. So what's that Afro-Brazilian like? In America, we got the South, Northwest, Midwest, yeah. you know, Motown, Harlem Renaissance, you know, all of these different experiences. So imagine a community that's inspired by everything you see there is inspired by some aspect of our greatness you know, regardless of time or geography. And that's what, you know, Africatown. So we ask people, just imagine, what is a, a beautiful, rich, black community actually 
look like. Because mm-hmm. it's been a long time for us. We haven't really seen it like that. So we need people to really imagine, then we could design it, then we could build it. And we Man. need everyone contributing their ideas to our collective uh, vision board of the future. Absolutely. I don't even, what's crazy is I don't even imagine this place. I just remember it. You know what I mean? Like, I remember I was going to take a couple minutes. I don't even got a list of names. I was just going to say there's people who helped build where where you guys have even gotten in. And I remember the beauty of the CD and the art. And, and you know, it ain't that long ago, so it ain't that far from where we are now as well to go ahead and, and rebuild it the way we want to. Uh, this is Upscale Ignorance. Continue to check us out at Upscale IG. You know how we do when we get out of here. It's called The Wrap Up. <laughs> Last week, <laughs> I ruined everybody's mood by going best thing out, worst thing out, and then had the worst, worst thing out ever and just left everybody sour. So, I learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. Worst thing out. Um, Worst thing out right now. I'm after pass right now. I can't think. Okay, of it ain't the Raiders this week. No, I'm, I'm done with football right now. My fantasy football team lost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, worst thing out. I, I was say, yeah. Oh, it's, it's tough right now. Uh, now I'm gonna hold off. I ain't gonna. Blast. Yeah, them playoff losses just make everything. You don't got nothing to say yeah. about nothing. I just don't nothing matter. Uh, Jay Sweets. You already know. Okay. Uh, Trump. Just in case you guys. Are, <laughs> it's been her answer for about eight nine weeks. Uh, <laughs> Why King Trey, y'all got a worst thing out. It's just the worst thing out. It's it's it whatever. Oh, that's so good. Man, I stepped out of puddle on my way. <laughs> Man. I don't know. So, you know what? The worst thing out it you know what? Okay, now, don't get me on a soapbox, but real quick. Mm-hmm. The worst thing out for me is this uh these pop up co- communities that are apartment complexes like uh, you've seen it like Stonebrook or Crescent Point or right and they're owned by these conglomerates that don't really understand how to build community but they think they're doing something nice I think those are the worst thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, create new be. projects I'm not with it uh, I got a couple things the real bad stuff I'm gonna screw this name up Jacqueline Amay Rosemary Call Manquin was the name of the seven-year-old who died while in custody at the border mm-hmm. of dehydration. Uh, and I don't know all of the details behind it, but I have to believe they could have got her some water. She's seven, so wow. that was super whack. Um, and then a little bit lighter, uh, as we talk about you know, the things that have happened in the CD and the slight decline, Garfield, lost to Roosevelt in basketball and I oh. cannot believe it. Roosevelt? Oh, oh wow. It's been a minute. Uh, goodness <laughs> gracious. Roosevelt's hurt. I can't I can't even remember the last time. So man, shout out to the glory days. I put it you'll see on the on the on the flyer for this beautiful episode of old picture of Lavelle Brown in a classic Garfield Franklin <laughs> game. So I don't think he ever lost to Roosevelt if that makes him feel any better. Best thing out, Greeno, you got something? Uh, yeah, uh, our relative, our brother, uh, his wedding yesterday, um, super dope, super dope, I feel bad because I think I took my you girl's stomach, yeah, hey, go ahead and finish it no, off, no, you, no, you finish, um, no, it's just, I just, uh, you know, love in general is a beautiful thing, black mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. is something that's, 
extraordinarily beautiful. Oh, and so, so precious. To, you know what I'm saying? And so to see that and to know that, you know, you can go through ups and downs and still come through on top. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. So that was great. And to see him happy, to see her happy was love. We talked few times in the last few weeks on episodes about just so many mechanisms and 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 narratives and stuff out there that just is it feels like it's intended to separate the black family so every single time I see something like that it'd be feeling it feels so good uh Jay Sweets we'll let you I'm gonna piggyback off you you going with that one yeah I was a crying mess it was just beautiful and just to know the story myself and just to see it all come full circle mm-hmm. and just even like with Nia and her writing in her journal and praying and you know, just how God does listen and hears and it may not be on our time when we want things to come past, <laughs> but if y'all have just seen her eyebrow real quick. <laughs> that real quick It was beautiful. It was it was a beautiful thing to witness. It was. Yeah, don't, got don't. my cries out. You know I'm a thug. I don't cry. So. Yeah, we know that. We know that. <laughs> she the toughest on the set. Yeah, y'all, right. y'all got anything? Best thing out? Something good going on? Go ahead. You got something? I'll give a couple. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just seeing, you know, one of the things is just seeing brothers step up that I, I never saw their father in my whole life growing up, you know, mm-hmm. and seeing how they stepping up and being fathers and breaking cycles. That's something that... um gives us some positive direction towards the future. And just seeing the, the awakening, I think people are awakening and wanting to strive to put it back together, but yeah. it takes a minute to like, but, you get knocked out, you gotta like shake it off a little yeah, bit and yeah. get, get reoriented. So I, I do think that is uh, happening. Um, I gotta say, uh, State of Africa Town, we do that, it's sixth annual, January 12th. You can Ooh, come and find out everything that's happening. We talk about the accomplishments of the last year, what we said we were gonna do, what we accomplished, what the challenges are, and what's the what's the charge moving forward. So that's always a beautiful thing because it's very solution-oriented. It's about putting people on stage kind of like TED Talk style with things that are working for our community. You know, a lot of times it's all about the deficit, what's not working, but we know a lot of our people are making things happen. Yeah. We just got to connect the dots. I, I, re- I remember, you know, you guys winning the award um, for the idea of Africatown and the and the work that went in even before then to where it is now and actually being able to to visualize some things it's just dope it's dope you see 90 percent of that iceberg is underwater and you and you you start to see the top of it and, and it's really dope so congratulations six years in any business and any venture is a big deal trey you got something you know what, y'all? You guys all spoke of such beautiful things, and mine is um, a little bit more on the ignorant side. Um, <laughs> I had to do it for the show. Um, I'm just going to tell y'all that as a person who has been living in federal way for 15 years, I got to say that I'm so happy that Dix has come to Kent. <laughs> I need a little bit of my history, a little bit closer to me, okay? I'm not mad at that. That's what's up. It's coming up outside. They got Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah with my pizza, we're doing it out there a little bit. Yeah. Come on. Watch out now. Hey, I, got, I got a couple. I don't know if y'all seen. I'm going to say the first one. So... The kid in high school who came down and put the ball between his legs and did 360 and a dunk. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was crazy. But the 
the the crowd went crazy and one dude just laid down on the floor and it just really made me feel like how much fun that time mm-hmm. used to be even though no kids I was near could do something mm-hmm. like that but even better or bigger than that did y'all see the girl take the rebound go all the way down right hand no left never and put the ball up and just oh shout out to her I wish I'd have got her name uh this is Upscale Ignorance mm-hmm. at Upscale IG on everything. Uh, we have been with Africa Town. I got one more parting shot. Y'all ready? Ready. You get one plate. One plate of CD food all time. One plate. Go. Oh my God. Yeah, it got real. <laughs> <laughs> one plate. I don't You got to put grandma's up against Catfish Corner, up against. Rasta Shin, oh, shout it out to them. Like, oh yeah, my oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. You oh. get one plate, and that's it. One plate. That's it. I'll go first. Um, so my granny, <laughs> God rest her soul, but her fried chicken, um, with some home fries, collard greens, and she got to give me about eight of her chocolate chip cookies. Eight. You, you said granny <laughs> had some roll, right? No, that's on my mom's side. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. We be, that grandma be... could cook, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Where we, where... Oh, my gosh. I, I, it... No, you, I, I'm going to have to think on you're just, it. I'm going to just, just go like this. There it is. Qualified baked mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Qualified <laughs> banana pudding. You know, everyone's not qualified. You know what I'm saying? Understood. Like, that's a major, so you know, like, distinguishing factor. You it's know? a big deal. Like, Qualified. Yeah, I'm going to just go with those two. Yeah. You know? I'm not mad um, at that. You know. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, man. Sam Superburger was. Sam yeah, Superburger was. was y'all remember you know, when? Y'all remember when Phillies wasn't on Twenty Third Union? It was down yes. the street. On the fifth. Goodness gracious! That's when it was really where it's at. Shout out to Phillies for still holding it down. Jay Sweets, you got a plate? Trey, you got a plate? I know, I yeah, do. I, I mean, like I asked the question, so I feel I, like I don't got to answer. Yeah, see, that's not fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys are all saying it. It's hard to go up against Granny's, you know, food. I mean, of course, I wanted the Sammy Burger juice dripping down my arm. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, you know, come on. My grandma's, you know, mac and cheese, greens, you know, mm. cornbread. I need, you know, chicken, yes. and turkey, and ham. I mean, I'm I going straight Thanksgiving. Right. Oh, so it's I, a, need I was dressing. about to say, so it's a I holiday. Need, so you I got it all Yeah, because then, you know, you get. In one sitting, you're like, I get it all. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I get all the love and the peach clapper at the end. I'm happy. Woo. So happy. I got a shout out right now, though. Good. Taste the Caribbean right now. They're holding it down. They're holding it down. Shout out, Red. It's official. You know what? When I started it's not DJing, Jamaican. It's, it's, it's they gave me it's it's my first shot when I was DJing. I, first place, place I, I went was Wade's. Man. Mm-hmm. So nice. Shout out Taste to it. There's so many memories. You you got a plate? No, grandma's. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. shout out grandma, man. I would feel bad if I never had the OG catfish corner tartar sauce. Oh, mm. that is yeah. true. again. I don't know if man, it would take. There's a lot of places I you could pick. The hush puppies. The hush puppies. And the way the little used to order them half pound full, man, this is upscale ignorance. (laughs) (laughs) It's your boy, it's your boy Cam. 
Green diggity. <laughs> Jay Sweet. We really appreciate the folks Love, of man. Africa Town Love. stopping yeah, through. Thank Be sure thank to y'all. check them out. Please give me the website one more time. AfricatownSeattle.com. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. Find us everywhere at Upscale IG. You've been with us. Holla.